them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy, and I want to believe. <laughs> this is Tara, and I'm a little skeptical. <laughs> On today's episode, we have some nerd news. We have a mail sack. But before we get to all of that, Wendy, who is celebrating a birthday this week? All right, June 13th. Whose celebrity birthday is it? Oh, someone that I like and someone that Tara is very jealous of. Chris Evans. Oh. Oh, oh wow. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 36. Yeah. What? What are you? Are you kidding? I don't know. I'm not good at this game. No, I'm pretty sure he's like 42. Yeah. Wow. Uh, once again, Tara's correct. Because well, just okay, no, Tara, no, no, no. That's she has studied him. This no, is weird. No, that's because I recently she's looked when I looked at their girlfriend, their gap, and it's she's like twenty six, almost twenty seven, I think, and, or twenty five, and, and he's forty. He was forty one. Tell the, time. the people who we're talking about, uh, Alba Baptista. Oh, right. <laughs> from Warrior Nun. So yes, um, I'm familiar with his age. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I'm just never going to be good at this game. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the fort- 14th, a true American patriot, someone I know we all admire and respect. Oh, no. It's Donald Trump's birthday. Next. Oh, God. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> okay. I was totally kidding. He's reprehensible. Uh, let's go to the 15th then. Uh, how about on the 15th? Oh, one, a woman that at one point I thought was one of the most absolutely most stunning people to ever exist. Courtney Cox. Love Courtney Cox. Oh, yeah. I still think she's beautiful, but I feel like she's had things done. But I feel like she is. I mean, she, she's just a beautiful early friends. Oh, my God. Just gorgeous. Can't even. You know how any guesses? I, 52. I got to say, hold on. Give me a second. I'm going to say she is. If you get this, Tara, I'm going to be so pissed. 55? 54. 59. Oh! Okay, Courtney. Yeah, she was, I always knew she was older than me. She's doing pretty good. She's doing great. (laughs) Yeah. She's doing great. She's a fun follow on Insta, too. She always has really fun stuff. She she did some fun videos the other day with um, Laura (laughs) Dern, who was flipping awesome in her own right. Um, Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll do one more on the 18th because this man is, you want to say iconic about things. You want to say legend about some things. In the music world, this man is as iconic and legendary as it gets. Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. Without without question. 83. (laughs) Tara. 79. Uh, I think it's. 81. Okay. He was born in 1942. Okay. Okay. No, yeah. Okay. He's a year younger than my mom. Well, he's doing pretty well. Tara and I saw him years ago at American Airlines Center in the very top of the top row, which is very very scary because it's very tall. (laughs) Sure, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. 
So I, I'm glad I can just say I saw a music legend, at least, mm-hmm. you know, That's him. Awesome. And I've seen several music legends, but yeah, That's awesome. he, is, he is definitely a legend. Nice job. Those are my celebrity birthdays. Those are good ones. Um, tonight of this recording, the night we're recording this, a cup, a little, it's, is it nerd news? I mean, I guess kind of, because one yeah. of the people was in Killing Eve and the other one is just awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's the Tonys. And normally I'm like, whatever. I don't see a lot of Broadway, obviously. I'm not big into the theater. I'm not classy oh. enough. But tonight there is a battle royale going on for best <laughs> actress. And it is between Jodie Comer and Jessica Chastain. Oh, boy. Both of who I love. And I feel like just from what I've read, it's kind of like it could go either way. And uh, I haven't seen Jessica Chastain. I, I've always liked her since, uh, what's it? Uh, I forget the name of the movie. Zero Dark Thirty? Uh, no, before that. Um, something Life. Uh, oh. Is it Malik? Um, anyway, I'll look it up. I forgot. I was thinking about it earlier. But um, I have not seen her in a film, but uh, I have seen, or in, in the theater, in but the, I have yeah. seen Jodie Comer in the yeah. film presentation of her play, and I I don't know how you beat that. Right. I mean, it's, it's the whole thing, it, it was without, que- like, just the amount of just constant, like, it's all her, and it's yeah. constant, and there's, like, this rhythm to her delivery, and it's Tree of Life, by the way, is the Jessica Chastain movie, but anyway. I mean, you know, but from what I've heard that Jessica Chastain's is more like something like she's in a, it's called the, a doll's house and she's like in a chair a lot. It's more like still, but intense. I don't know. Okay. I haven't seen it. I don't I mean, Jodie Comer was so ridiculously amazing in, in her one woman play that I, you know, I'll be happy for both. I like both, but I'm invested in, in seeing how that uh, goes down. Yeah. And the Tonys. And that's the only category I know anything about. And those are the only two nominees I know anything about. But <laughs> it's a good battle between two people I really like. So I, I hope I, it's a tie. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking, hoping for a tie. I'm thinking Jody takes it. I so do. But Jessica, so I mean, there's her. so many. I don't know who votes on the Tonys. But there's so many crossover film theater people that, I mean, Jessica Chastain's been around a long time and people really like her, I guess. Sure. But Jodie Comer, it's hard to argue with what she did. So I just don't know. I'll be watching for that reason alone. Awesome. Unless I'm watching something else tonight, which we'll get to later. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Maybe oh, I'll do no. both. Boy. Okay. Right. What's next? Maybe. I don't know. What, I don't know what this thing is. Star Wars Outlaws game trailer. Oh, well, I added that. I added okay. that. Yeah. Because a trailer came out today for a new Star Wars video game due in 2024. But here's the thing. It has a female lead. So, yeah, I have not read any comments because no. I don't want to read all the, the fanboys not mm. wanting to play with a girl character. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks pretty cool, and it looks like the type of game. Her name is Kay, Kay Vess. Okay, she's like an hmm. outlaw or something, and it looks really cool. <laughs> and it's Tracks. an open world game, which I looked awesome. up because so I have no idea what that is. Oh. But yeah, you, I guess apparently you there's me, not. You so- sounded like you did. It's open no. world. Like, oh, Wendy, have you been gaming? I didn't know. Well, I have. I do play games. I like them. Uh, I was gonna get the new Jedi Survivor, whatever that is, game, but it's my old my system is too old for it it's not coming out on that but 
this one, I guess, uh, I guess open world game cat is where there's not like a through story where you have to go from this to this to this and it kind of guides you. You just like go wherever you want and do things. Is that yeah. true? So my favorite open world game is Red Dead Redemption. Mm. It's a Western game and there is a through line. There is like, okay, now go and do this. But you can be like, cool, I'm going to go and do this first and go like run around and go hunting for bear or go like shoot up a saloon because you're bored if you play oh, game okay. for a couple hours and you just want to kill somebody um so that's cool so that means like you can go and it's an open map so you go anywhere you want and there's something there to to look at or find and do whatever or you can go and do the like the through narrative of okay that's gonna be cool i think i'm gonna have to get that game i think i'm gonna upgrade for that assuming it gets good reviews but the trailer just came out today i guess there's gonna be some gameplay released tomorrow but uh is this playstation yeah. is it like ps5 or something <sighs> I don't know. I would hope it would come out on everything, but I guess they don't always uh, do that. But I haven't really looked up like where okay. it's coming out or any of that. Uh, well, I just saw the cool. trailer and got excited. Um, right. Yeah. So but, uh, yeah, till 2024. I'm just saying it looks really good. And That's it's a awesome. lady. It's a lady leading the way. The uh, <laughs> One of the battlefronts, the Star Wars battlefronts was also a lady. You started as a lady. I, I have played Imperial. that one. Well, yeah, I'm so playing that right now. It's, you're an uh, Imperial pilot. And then don't you like, you kind of. Poppy. Uh, yeah. It was Poppy from L Word. Oh, there you go. Uh, so they, which I can't think really. of her name right now, but she's very sweet. She's a very nice person. I met her at Oh, the voice is one. Poppy from the L Word. <laughs> yeah, and it's the character kind of looks like her. You don't play as Poppy. <laughs> you, you, don't play as <laughs> Poppy. No, you don't play as Poppy. Um that'll be interesting. But uh, <laughs> you unlock um, Poppy as an extra. Like you can the play skin. her. Yeah, exactly. You get Poppy um, skin. <laughs> who I <laughs> full awesome. disclosure, Janina Gavankar, who's Lori knows, and I met her at Klexicon. Um, Very sweet. I really, I like her now. Like, I've seen her in other things. I really like, she's very funny. She's a very fun person. Awesome. But I, yeah, I did not like Poppy. But, but you play, and it, the character looks like her in this game. And I have recently tried to pick it back up and play it again. And yeah. could not get through the level. And I think I got a little nauseous because of all the <laughs> movement. Because my stomach didn't feel good after. Which level? I don't know. It was, it was we'll further on where, like, <laughs> I'm trying to... It's it's down the line, and you're trying to get somewhere inside, like a, maybe a crashed ship. I don't remember what it is, okay. but I just okay. keep getting killed. Yeah, and you so. got nause, nauseous from it. Yeah, because yeah, it's just like know, the the motion so sickness kind of uh, thing. Because yeah. there's a lot of moving around, and you're like spinning around trying to shoot everybody that's trying to shoot you, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, you've died again. And it's just, I forget what I ate that day. I think that didn't help, but oh. <laughs> you know. So I, I went back to my Star Wars Lego. My speed. Oh, and so I fun. and I have That's the cute. game on the absolute simplest level, and I still keep dying. So I'll pick it up again someday. Anywho, uh, all right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in twenty twenty four. Yeah, we'll it. we'll pick that. <laughs> we'll put a pin in that till later. Circle back. We'll get a Twitch channel, guys. We'll do some twitching. Oh, man, people can watch us play. We got a lot uh, to do before we get on Twitch. Right. A lot to catch up on. <laughs> I think we owe people some shirts. Uh, it's on the list. I think it's we owe people list. some Instagram photos. Twitter oh, photos. Boy. By the way, like... you need to send me a picture of your pop yourself so I can post those too. Oh, yeah. My pop. Sorry? My pop. pop. My oh, Funko pop. pop. Right. That makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I did something fun this weekend. This is Tara. It was without the two of you because neither of you wanted to go. Correct. Um, I went to Dyke Day, which is an LA Pride event here yeah. in Los Angeles where we live. It's a tradition. Where we live. And it was really fun. 
And uh, it looked crowded. I've, I've been before. Yes, <laughs> it Wendy. Yes, Wendy. It was crowded. It's very crowded. It is a place. It is a. It's basically a large picnic where many. Um, you know, it's for lesbians, but it's for all queers. It's very inclusive. Uh, oh, every every all are welcome. Everybody was there. Thousands of people. It was it was huge. It was uh, way Amazing. bigger. I I went. Uh, before it's been this like it's 15th year mm-hmm. and i went a while ago maybe like last time was like five years ago mm-hmm. and it was big it used to be at elysian park over by dodger stadium and now it's at a different park which is a little can hold some more people um and uh it was much bigger and now they have like a stage now they have like two djs going plus a Amazing. stage now they've got like more community tables mm-hmm. um it was just huge uh, so it was really cool and it was just really very friendly. You know, you're just sitting and everybody kind of like talks to each other, just kind of walk around. And my favorite part was the puppy parade. <laughs> <laughs> Last time that I went, I took my dog Ro and we walked in the puppy parade. And the, back then the puppy parade, they were, they were like, okay, for the puppy parade, everybody walk your dog in a big circle. We did literally just like everyone gather around and you walk your dog in a big circle. <laughs> and fun. Uh, for like 15 still minutes. fun. It was still course, fun. And everyone was like course. cheering. It was really fun. Can't beat it. But now you go and you go to the stage and the, like everyone like 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 crowds in. It's like you're at a like Coachella, you know. <laughs> And they're like, go sign up if you want to be in the puppy parade. They have this like great, this lady was like so great at as the MC. She's like, all right. She's like calling out. She's like, now we have Lauren and Honeybee. Lauren and Honeybee. Come on up. She's like, you know, Charlie and Murphy Brown. It was like a chocolate lab, you know. (laughs) And then like they'd come through and you got to walk across the stage and you're with your dog. And everyone was like freaking out. The crowd was like going wild. (laughs) Yeah. Like freaking, you know, Freddie Spears was on stage. And so lesbians are like losing their shit over these dogs. Love the puppy parade. Great. So it was so much fun. And like whenever anyone would go by and like hold their dog up in the air, we were like, you know, just (laughs) going wild. So much fun. As you do. I'm guessing you and Charlie were in the puppy parade. No, I didn't bring Charlie because Charlie still has some practicing to do with which he's around other doggies. And there were so many dogs, which I knew going in, that would be the case. So it's not just like you come across dogs. It is like an endless sea of dogs. Got it. Uh, Because it's very dog friendly event. Well, yeah, a bunch of lesbians with dogs. So. Yeah, to <laughs> avoid, uh, you know, that. But, you know, I felt terrible because <laughs> she would have so much fun because you, otherwise you're just chilling and you're, you know. Yeah, hanging out. It's like the perfect event otherwise for a dog. So. That's great. Yeah. Was, was this a free event? Totally free. See, that's, I like that. That Totally I free. Can 100% get behind. Yep. Yep. Uh, they have food trucks there. Um, yeah, you just show up at the park. Uh, it's from like 12 to 6, but people show up early. I mean, people show up, um, you know, really early. And th- people like next to us had uh, like a whole blanket. They brought like inflatable couches and a like actual wood table <laughs> um, to eat on. And serious. like, yeah, like serious. serious. They, you know, like they really planned for the stay. And yeah, it was really fun. That's really cool. The last time I went, it was not this organized at all. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was would, like uh, is now is the does the march start the 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 is the dike march is that at all connected? No, they're separate. That the dike march is on a different day. Got it. So, okay. Um, yeah, that's a different. That happened already. I think. Got it. Okay. Like last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is. I mean, parking was a bit. I was about to ask. Sure. I, yeah. I saw people. I parked saying that they yes. wanted to go but could not park. Oh yes. God. Uh, I dropped the stuff off and then I parked 0.7 miles away, yeah. walked back. Mm. So uh, it was far. <laughs> but uh, people cool. were saying they'd parked like over a mile away and then Ubered there. And that new, like when it was at Griffith Park or like Elysian Park, yeah. there was like a lot more because it's near Griffith Park. There was like a lot more parking. parking. Yeah. Um, and there, like you have the 110 freeway on one side of it literally (laughs) so there's no parking on one side and the other side's figaro boulevard now i sound like the californians because like i'm describing things because no that no one else will know um but there's like very (laughs) few side streets and yeah you have to go so far away to even find a side street stuck yeah so it you know a lot of people were there was like a sea a flood of lesbians coming from the (laughs) the highland park uh (laughs) metro station and wow. uh yeah the island park lesbians descended <laughs> upon the park <laughs> but it was a lot of fun it was yeah it was cool that's awesome nice you guys job. missed out so i know i know it boy do i know it <laughs> um but i, I drink say- wine from a box <laughs> so good classy. picnic idea mm-hmm. so you can drink so alcohol is i mean well, probably I'm sure encouraged you, i'm sure you can't no. like like, oh. it's like not there show it off you gotta it's be not cool quote about allowed it. it's not quote allowed but they don't sell it there right you had to bring you know your own people had it so oh of course it, people were like wrist. drinking beers not covering the beer can you know got it but there are like security officers around you have to like be discreet you gotta hide it pretend to care like pretend yeah. to not <laughs> be obvious okay yeah gotcha um i will just have a mini rant here uh that sounds Uh-oh. great i love that it was free um now there are two Pride events in our area. There's the West Hollywood Pride and L.A. Pride. L.A. Pride used to be in West Hollywood. They split a couple of years ago, so now there's two separate events. I don't know if you guys knew that. Two separate weekends. I didn't. Yeah, so last weekend was WeHo. This weekend was L.A. The tickets to get into the L.A. Pride Festival, over $150 for, oh my gosh. for a day. No. Oh, yes. How do, how do they expect... You're young, young kid. Maybe it's your first Pride event. How are you spending that much money on one day at the festival? I, it, it's it's kind what of do you disgusting. Get? You get is into like, the fucking festival. <laughs> what is the festival? So like performances? Okay, what yeah. what? Which one did Mariah Carey and Idina Menzel perform at? The I West think Hollywood that was one. West Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, what get, is LA even doing? You get, you know, it's the same old shit. It's the, there, there's some performers, there's vendors. You can spend way too much money on food and booze. You know, that's not cheap. Like 20 bucks no. for beer. It's probably like, can't get any food for less than 15 or 20 bucks. It's a that's bit, insane. It's a bit much. It's like, hey, let's pull back, guys. Let's maybe yeah. not make it this sort. Basically, you're, you're making it an elite uh, uh, event. Like, how can right. people afford to go and celebrate and then, Pride? Uh, the festival part, that's not even the most fun part of Pride for me. It's usually like going out to the stuff around Pride, the, sure. the festival itself, or just yeah. some of the specific events like that, rather yeah. than the 
quote, fest, the fenced in part of the, exactly. fest, you know. And that's so. what we're talking about. So yeah, you can go yeah. to Pride Parade. That's free. Thank God. I'm mm-hmm. sure. I'm sure they'll find a way to charge for it eventually. <laughs> but no, it's was, was very disheartening to see how yeah. much they're charging people to go and enjoy the Pride Festival. Shame mm-hmm. on you, Pride. Shame <laughs> on you, LA Pride. Mm-hmm. Now I will say we have a trolley of NBC employees in the parade today. That's oh. cool. They're, uh, Lynette Romero is one of our uh, anchors who will be there. Nice. And uh, yeah, I guess the, there's a trolley. And I think she was saying something about it. She hopes she can get off the trolley and like walk around. Aww. Like, I don't know. Mm. And, awesome. uh, and then we were doing a, a live, uh, not on air, but fast channel, which is sweeping the nation, apparently, <laughs> um, coverage of the parade today. So if you know where to find fast channel, you could have looked it up. Nice. I worked there. I'm not really sure where it is. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it's it's ruling the world now. So Amazing. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like basically for things like, uh, we don't feel like we could interrupt actual programming for this, but we'll put it on Fast Channel. <laughs> they like to put everything on Fast Channel. Good to know. So are we ready for some mail? Let's do it. All right. I've got the first mail from <laughs> Shelby titled, Everything Hurts. And um, after reading why Shelby is saying this, I understand. It says, I'm a week late in sending this. My bad. Morning, nerds. It's been 24 hours since I ran my first 5K and I can't move. I am so sore and everything hurts. The beginning of the course was cool because since Lodge Cast Iron is the main sponsor, we got to run through the factory to start the race. Oh, Ooh, that's very cool. Which was awesome, but very deceiving because it felt like a never-ending hallway. <laughs> I, was a bit, I was a bit nervous about running my first race that a couple of friends ran with me, which was nice, but I'm never running with them again. Oh, no. One of them, <laughs> one of them just ran the Boston Marathon in under three hours. Oh, no. And the shit. other is training for the Ironman competition that's oh, going to be the town no. in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I got to say that was... That was your first mistake. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Needless to say, they pushed me to keep going and not give up. And my competitive side wanted to keep up with top-tier athletes. Mm. My legs were screaming for me to stop, but I kept repeating (laughs) in my head, shut up, you're fine. And apparently the course is one of the toughest 5K courses in the South. So not a good choice for me to run my first 5K in. But because they kept pushing me and encouraging me during the whole race, (laughs) I ran it in 27 minutes and 18 seconds. They kept bullying me. That's amazing. (laughs) Even my, my fastest 5K ever was still like over two minutes longer than that when i crossed that finish line i collapsed and thought i was going to die i couldn't feel my legs and thought my heart was going to explode but i did it do i regret it absolutely (laughs) my legs have never been this sore before will i do it again ask me when i can actually move Mm, fair after the race we had the award ceremony every runner walker got a shirt but only the top three in every age group got a trophy Hmm. it wasn't a piece of cornbread dipped in metal (laughs) or corn husk and cornbread on the metal There was a tiny lodge skillet with the metal in the skillet Mm. picture. I didn't place in the top three. Excuse me. A cat's blocking the screen. Unbelievable. But I got a picture of the awards to show you all. Once the ceremony was over, I got to enjoy the festival, which is huge. Downtown South Pittsburgh's historic Main Street is in the heart is the heart of the festival, which spans Mm. four blocks long and then another two blocks on both sides of Main Street. Every store decorates their window for the festival. There are food vendors, craft vendors, carnival games and rides and a stage for local bands to play. Since I was a runner, I got into Cornbread Alley for free. Hera, it's kind of like Diagon Alley, but so much better. They give you a plate and you get nine different samples of cornbread. Hell yeah. 
all of them were really good, but my favorite one was lemon squeeze cornbread. Yum. Second favorite was either Grandpa's Garden Hush Puppies. <gasps> Hell yeah. Or Big Apple Bash Cornbread. Yum. They also gave us recipes for all nine samples, so I'll try to make them one day. Amazing. They also opened up the factory for people to tour. I got to see how Lodge makes their cast iron skillets. Sweet. The production line was shut down for safety protocol, <laughs> which is a bummer. <laughs> but they had video monitors showing how they melt, mold, season, dry, and package Ooh, the skillets. cool. It was fascinating. This fa- this festival is absolutely incredible. The race, not so much, <laughs> but definitely a fun day. Maybe the cornbread festival would make a great stop on the Snop World tour. Hell oh, yeah. of course. And as promised, here's the pictures from the festival. A post-race picture doesn't exist because I was dying, <laughs> but I provided accurate representation of what I looked like after the race. That's Enjoy. Right. So, Yay. as typical, there's before the race, which from past experience yeah you look very motivated and excited is like yeah post race smile excited exactly like dead on the ground (laughs) yeah (laughs) um lots of pictures cornbread alley looks amazing yeah to meet like a nicole for after sparring and uh yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. she's flattened out on her back Mm -hmm. not looking good (laughs) how i felt after the race Shelby this, also included mm, pictures of the recipes great. for cornbread. This trophy is so cool. Let's it's, just say that. It's super cute. The metal like in the skillet is super it's cute. I would love adorable. to have that. I but I never of... will because I will never place high enough to get that trophy. No, 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 no. That's, I mean, that is fast 5K. And let me say, Shelby, don't run it with those friends anymore. Because <laughs> here's what you can do. You don't even have to really run the whole thing. You can run and you can walk <laughs> a little bit like I do. I've only, I used to run it full out. And then, like I said, my best time was like right under thirty minutes. Um, that's really good. That's though, exhausting, Wendy. but that's amazing. That's Tara and I did that. It was like a LA five k um, that I was out here for, and I remember there was a big downhill, and I remember just feeling miserable at the end. But yet, I cracked thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, nice yeah. job. Nice job. But yeah, that's the thing. Don't don't run with people who run marathons and Ironmans because oh, no. that's uh, that's not good. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of more great pictures. Oh my gosh, from the festival. There's like little tractors, like a little tractor really display. Cute. Yeah. Thanks for these Everything uh, recipes. Is, those hush puppies look good. They got fried mm-hmm. fried cookie dough, fried Oreos, and fried Snickers at a booth. Blooming <laughs> onion, turkey legs, Philly cheesesteak. Oh my gosh. Crawfish bowl. Boy. Uh, <laughs> I love how mm. the accent's coming out in Wendy. <laughs> of course. And there's to. the factory. That's pretty cool. That is quite a factory. This is this, a huge festival. Yeah. Just let y'all run through the funnel factory. cake. Safety. I want to. I guess this maybe is... the safety protocols were that people were running through the factory. Maybe that was those the safety protocols. I don't know. <laughs> just keep moving. Just keep. Moving. Yeah. <laughs> they can't be have making hot cast iron skillets <laughs> while people are running through the factory. <laughs> yeah, probably not a good idea. Uh, I want to. I'm looking up now because I have a cast iron wow, skillet and I want to see if it's from that factory. Yeah. The fact that that you can run through it a significant way and it you know through a as for 5k that's pretty pretty big enormous Um, you know looking at these these photos i can smell this festival you know you just smell it ah it smells Mm -hmm. wonderful by the Mm -hmm. way i Mm. have a cast iron skillet from that factory hey you do that is where i got i got it to make chicken fried steak with and nice. they might be like, the recipes all said that was the best thing to use and that's i just looked it up that's where i got it they're like apparently the big 
the best. Cast iron skillet maker. That's so cool. So that's cool. Right. I can see where there, my skillet uh, was born. Big cast iron. That's yeah. right. <laughs> nice. Monopoly. Nice. Very. <laughs> <laughs> very cool well done shelby well i've got one from sherry sherry says welcome back ladies i was listening to the pod on my drive to work as i do and i almost pulled to the side of the road to google the emma watson picture <laughs> you all were losing your shit over <laughs> managed to wait until i was safely in the parking lot the one in the vest sitting on the picnic table was clearly the best one on a news note, was wondering if you heard what David Hayter, the writer-producer of Warrior Nun, said in a Zoom interview he did with the Warrior Nun fan event last Saturday. Uh, and Sherry attached a clip. I'm not surprised that Netflix refused to renew or promote the show after hearing this. So we mm. listened to the clip. And uh, David was describing how basically they had written the script uh, to describe um, basically uh, – Ava and Beatrice sort of looking at each other, having more of a friendship relationship, um, but there being like a underst understanding as they're filming it so that Netflix thought that they were filming it in a friendship way, but understanding oh, it while yeah. they were filming it, um, that it would be in a in a romantic way. Huh. But when Netflix read the scripts and approved the scripts that it said everything was written in a friendship way. Yes. Um, but when they actually got to filming that so the end product was something different. So um thinking that would <laughs> have played a role in not getting renewed. Huh. So interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess once they saw those cuts, uh like this, you know, when you send a cut of your episode to the studio for notes and approval and stuff, I mean, maybe they just didn't do the notes. They're like, Yeah, no, we're not taking those notes. We're we're keeping them uh more than friends. I wonder how that went. Hmm. Well, not so I mean, well, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> Did he say he thinks that may be a reason? He, I, I don't know. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched that clip. So, yeah, yeah just some speculation as to that could have well, well, contributed where else to that. Too did I see something come out that I guess supposedly was like the Netflix business, like what they like, hey, you know, here's this show. We're going to pay you this much for the season one, this much season two. And this and you like keep getting all this money. So you saw you're like, wow, we get to season five. I'm making all this money. And they're like, right. yeah, we're probably never going to let you get to season five. Exactly. And so they're just they promise more, rev, you know, payment, I guess, to showrunners or whatever as the seasons progress, knowing. For sure. I guess unless it's some ginormous hit that they're raking in the money from, they're like, yeah, you're never going to get like to that. Like Stranger market. Things or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You got to be that one in a million that hits big. Otherwise, you're not getting past season yeah. two. Right. Yep. Yeah. There's just not big enough return. Mm -hmm. All right. So Sherry says, "Glad you're back. <laughs> We're glad too. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Sherry. Okay, guys. I have an email from Anonymous Beer Buyer Two. Uh, the title of this email is Guardians Three. And they say, you can add me to the list of people who sobbed during this movie. I had seen teasers from the casts warning us that tissues would be needed, but I went in expecting Guardians to die. I was not prepared for Rocket's backstory, and I, and I did not have enough tissues. I wanted to avoid spoilers, so I saw the first viewing available to me, and that happened to be the same day that you guys posted your bonus mail sack from the break. I saved the episode to listen to After Guardians, thinking that it would cheer me up if the movie was sad. Oh, no. 
that plan mostly worked, but then you spent an inordinate amount of time talking about how one day you would record your last. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's not happening anytime soon. I was just in a (laughs) contemplative mood. I was just trying to revel the moment of now not being that time. You would record your last episode, and it turns out that I'm going to need a trigger warning when you do decide <laughs> to break up the thruple. We're never going to break up the thruple. We're going to go on forever. Up. The thruple's never going to be broken up. We're going to be 80 doing this. <laughs> That's right. Talking about Star Wars 16, 17, and 18. <laughs> 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 and the terrible Rant, Indiana Jones reboot. <laughs> Exactly. With Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> or Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I, I do that. Oh, see, that's fine. Uh, Abby says, one more cheerful note. Have you guys heard that the people who made Cocaine Bear have a new movie coming out? It's called Bottoms, and it's a lesbian nerd fight club movie. I... Ma- that looks so amazing. excited. That sounds <laughs> fucking cool. Uh, maybe if you guys can coordinate schedules, Snop Team 3 could see it together and give us all a review. Thanks, Abby, a.k.a. Anonymous Beer Buyer 2. Is there a trailer for Bottoms? Yeah, the, I don't know. The first there is. I'm looking at it right now. Really? What? Bottoms. It looks like, I think, I think Bottoms this is. movie. It, does I that think mean, this is it. Is Elizabeth, uh, what's her name? Involved? Uh, uh, what's her name? It's 2023. Yeah. Like it's coming out soon? Yeah. I guess. August what? 6th, I think it said. <laughs> wow. Ruby Cruz. the producers of Pitch Ruby Perfect. Ruby Cruz. Uh, Kaya From Jordan Gerber. Uh, Rachel Sinat. I'm watching it without Sinat. sound, but there's subtitles. Um, it's like a high school movie. Oh, uh, okay. I do okay. like Ruby Cruz. Emma, uh, it's directed by Emma Sel- Seligman. Seligman. Co-written by Rachel Sinat. Who also stars? Uh, I don't see Elizabeth involved, but maybe it's the same producers. Same I think it said something about producers from Pitch Perfect. I'm trying to find that little frame. Yeah, from again. Pitch Perfect and Cocaine yeah. Bear. Hey, That's it has 24 some... reviews already mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's at 96. percent Okay, so how do we watch it? In I theaters, it's coming to theaters. I think it said the beginning uh, theaters August 6. Watch. So watch. All right. Movie. Okay, produced by Elizabeth Banks. There Good you for go. Her. Okay. Awesome. Um, Okay, cool. Yeah, I feel like maybe this will be on our list. Good. There's a lot of time. Oh, August 25th. August 25th. Oh, all right. In select theaters. Fun. Awesome. Exciting. Very good. Well done. Hey, thanks, Abby. Thanks for the heads up. We have obviously had no idea anything about it. Now we do. This is, we rely on our listeners. (laughs) We We don't know. We do. Really do. All right. Got an email from Heather Hmm. saying, in with gin. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome back, nerds. I'm so glad you enjoyed your time away and you haven't missed a beat upon your return. I'm honored that my email inspired the title of your latest podcast, Emma Watts Gin. I had no idea Tara would be so overcome with the vapors from these scintillating photos from the Financial Times UK article. Leave it to the Brits to make finances alluring. I thought that the photo of Emma in the vest and cargo pants would have made a fantastic label for the bottle. I did check out the real label and bottle, and they are kind of disappointing. In my opinion, it was a missed opportunity by the marketing department. Interestingly, though, the gin is spelled R-E-N-A-I-S, but it's pronounced Renee. And you all know how important it is to have a plucky sidekick named Renee. I hope the official snob statistician counts how many times Tara said, oh, my God, in that episode. It may be a good trivia question and answer for the future. 
Enjoy the week, <laughs> Heather. <clears throat> yeah, yes, that was. A... Thank you again, Heather. That was incredible. What yeah, a great uh, bit of content you provided us. Mm-hmm. It's great. I uh, yeah have a great um, magazine cover photo that I can keep with me forever. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was photoshopped together. That was me and Charlie and Emma, very, <laughs> oh, like very right. lovely couple. Congratulations. <sighs> Yeah. You know, we have some friends going over to the UK for Herb Fusion Expo or whatever they're calling it. Um, might have some people bring back some gin. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Try to bring have... back Emma too, if you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not a carry on situation. Mm. Um, okay, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see what they can do about that. Fix them up. <laughs> okay. I got one from Hildy. Hildy says, there's no subject here, by the way, so it's a mystery. Oh. Holy says, hey, welcome back, and happy Pride Month. You've been missed, but your break was well-earned. Mm-hmm. About Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I cried so much. Silent tears throughout the whole movie, but I think it was a good movie. I, it made us think about animal cruelty, and people sometimes need a wake-up call. Why not through a summer blockbuster? It hurts, and it was tough to watch, but it makes a point. But I think... There should be a warning in the beginning or in the trailer because there are so many people who feel this way and that this movie is painful to watch. On a more joyful note, I wonder how many oh my gods (laughs) Tara said in the last episode because I felt like it was a lot when you guys started talking about Emma Watson's chin launching. So second second time, we're going to have to count those. (laughs) Again, it's good to have you back. Keep on nerding and I will be listening, Hildy. And again, Hildy... um, (sighs) Sent an assault on the eyes <laughs> of salt like, beauty. Um, yeah, it looks like I don't know if this again is another view from the from her backyard, but <laughs> probably I, looks like this is from maybe a hike, double rainbow yeah. from a waterfall, double rainbow all the way. It's a beautiful, pitch, picturesque, um, some cliffs, river, wow. waterfall, just double gorgeous. rainbow, some snow, raging some waterfall, mountains in the beautiful. back. There. Wow. Looks like at the rainbow on our on our My logo. soul yes. needs a trip to a place like this. Maybe. Yes. Honestly. Yes. So Ridiculous. nice. Honestly. So nice. nice. Lovely. Thank you, Hildy. Thanks, Thanks Hildy. for rubbing in your beautiful scenery <laughs> again, Hildy. We do appreciate it. I'm living through you. Oh. All right, guys. We have an email from AK and I'm going to read it. Ooh. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready? Ready. <clears throat> I'm ready. The title of the email is Welcome Back. AK writes, My lieges, overlords of Snop, Snop Kings, you're back. We missed you. And what a return. I love Snop Kings. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Emma Watson in a tree. Oh my. Swoon. Rants left and right and center. This was classic Snop. Well, where to start? Welcome, Sir Shay. Whence do you hail, and what and what what weapon wield? Was the emotive was the emoji indicate what? <laughs> you got this. You got this, cat. <laughs> was the emoji indicative? Boom, nailed it. Twin swords, a la Camilla. Hecht, take your seat at the table, for you have truly snopped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that tickles me. Congratulations on joining our ranks. You have the honor of bringing us into double figures of knights. Wow. The army builds, everybody. (laughs) 
the tapping on the so- shoulders that confers knighthood is called dubbing, my lieges. Right. As in, I dub thee Sir Beck of Taz, knight of Snoplot, sort of thing. Historically speaking, any knight or lord could raise a squire to knighthood when they had earned it on the field. But in more recent times, only the head of state or their official representative can confer the honor. I mean, I'm fairly sure from what I heard in the episode of the Snop last year, I saw in an artwork from the official Snop cartoonist, my liege, this is, has a sword that would be very much fit the purpose, which is true. Yes, mm. yes. My Xena replica sword. Yeah. Speaking of the little artist. Oh, good Lord. Sir Max's <laughs> email. No comments. Mm. And hail Sir Nancy of Vermont. Well met. Existential Mobius strip. I love it. So we are saying that if the snop were an item of clothing, it would be a nice, warm, snuggly, crazy patterned infinity scarf. The snopum theory of everything sounds entirely legit. I look forward to hearing the metric shit ton of conclusive proofs that are certain to follow your extensive research. I commend your commitment to science. Okay, here we go. One last <laughs> order of business, a nightly query. I believe Sir Liz in LA and Sir Jackie both have yet to declare their choice of ceremonial weapon. Perhaps they could enlighten us on that score. Now, as it happens, you can buy Xena episodes on Amazon, over here at least, and there may potentially be some plans afoot, a little scheming, if you will. Watch this space. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. That, is that, man? I'm that is the message board on the show. Is that the space? <laughs> so, okay. We will watch this space. <laughs> Great to have you back in our ear holes slash trousers slash pants trousers whatever you say great to be back in your dusty old sack Mm. sir ak your snot friends doing some really extracurricular things (laughs) together huh oh captain (laughs) oh okay well done great email uh difficult email at at times but uh you made it you did well you did well thank you yeah, we gotta we gotta know what Sir uh, Liz in LA and Sir Jackie's weapons are. So let us know what that is. And we, we're in double digits. Choose your weapon of knights. That's exciting. Chobos. Someone has to pick the chobos. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have chobos yet. Uh, we need chobos. Okay, maybe <laughs> more, you need the chobos. More chobos. Chobos. I don't think <laughs> AK's gotten to chobos yet, or have they? I don't I know. Can't remember where that falls after day. Oh, in the life. Yeah, yeah, it's after day in the life, right? No, that's season one. Before. I thought that was season one. Yeah, centaurs. Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. So yeah, we've already har- passed the chobos. Harlots, hooves, and centaurs or something? That's right. Harlots, hooves, and... Hooves, and harlots. Hooves, and... Uh, yeah, that one. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. Chobos. <laughs> chobos. Uh, I think it's time for some nerd news. Nerd news. Nerd news. Nerd news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. <laughs> Very well, uh, well done. Who wants? Thank you. Who wants to start this one? I feel like we all have a, a thing or two to say. I would say I know less about this than upcoming stories. Okay. Well, I mean, we could uh, say that we were planning on going to okay. this Dodger game, right? This yeah, the thing that we had planned before mm-hmm. all this shit okay. hit the fan. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a while back, I had reached out to the group. Last year, we went to a Dodger game. That's during Pro- LA Pride. Um, another not free event. Um, that's a Dodger <laughs> game that you go it's and you a get a baseball fun game, baseball yeah. game. You know, it's you know, but that you get like sense. a fun, you know, gay themed item, and you get you know lots of other games there. Didn't yeah. we wait in line for about an hour for the special 
Yeah. Like, I mean, shirt, beer glasses. All right. But, you know, it was like a t-shirt. Um, so this year I sent out a, a call to everybody. and was like, hey, y'all going to go to this game again? And, uh, you know, got a good group together. So there's about eight of us um, that are going to this game. Because this year we get a really cool jersey, mm. a Dodgers jersey. But the, L- the L.A. on the front is like the rainbow and all you know the full um yeah so that's exciting Very. so i was really excited about that so we're coming up we're about a month out so we plan this really early because like the tickets were like going you know mm-hmm. and we were like a group of eight we gotta like get our shit together <laughs> everyone's very excited and uh everything's going fine everything's Great. fine um what could go and then yeah what could go wrong like this is probably just happened at dodger games before everything is fine 10 years this is the 10th year 10th year they partner with la pride um then all of a sudden (laughs) the dodgers put out this note that's like um we've been getting some (laughs) um you know some some comments um, that one of the people we intended on honoring this year, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, um, has, you know, some people find offensive. So we will no longer be honoring them. Basically, we're uninviting them to <laughs> be honored at the game. Uh-huh. They're going to be receiving an award along with other it's like community um, hero groups. award or yeah. something. Yeah, like other like nonprofit do. groups. Right. Yeah. They weren't going to be performing. They weren't going to. They're just going to be like receiving an award for their hmm. contribution to the community. Right, which is great. Yeah. Um, and there was, you know, uh, this all was prompted by I think originally a tweet that went out. Was it Marco Rubio? Yeah. Marco, Marco Rubio. Rubio. That's the guy from Florida, mind you. <laughs> hmm. Um said what a disgrace the dodgers are honoring this group it's a drag group a drag queen group that dresses as nuns very uh unorthodox nuns very uh you sure. know in bright you know they're not in traditional nun no. <laughs> in no way it's very no, no, no. uh <laughs> what is the campy very yeah, campy it is um and it's you know meant to be that way um you know so the, how, what a disgrace the dodgers are honoring this basically group. calling them a hate group because yeah hate like group that is catholic anti-catholic yeah. and you know uh yeah called yeah called them a hate group and so the dodgers uninvited them <laughs> These idiots <laughs> without like without any discussion it with them or any discussion with with LA Pride. No, um they caved so quickly. Yeah. Uh and and so it became a huge thing. So like the ACLU um chimed in was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh LA Pride chimed in and said, No, we're gonna pull out. Um so to speak. And yeah, we're pulling <laughs> So basically it was not gonna be an official Pride event anymore. It's like right. you're you're on your fucking own. Like yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Glad also put out a statement. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they said this organization has been serving the community for how long is it? Like 30 years. They started Decades. in San Francisco. Late, yeah, San Francisco. Late, late they have chapters 
um, throughout the country the all over the world. and on all over the world. And so, you know, <laughs> they're not at all. They're the opposite of a hate group. You know, they are they're basically they did this without knowing anything really about the situation or mm-hmm. trying to understand what this group actually does. So um, it was a big mess. And then people started saying, well, we're not going to go to your game or we want a refund and we're not, mm-hmm. you know. So um, the, the Dodgers had to take a pause. <laughs> and it was a huge mess. Oh, man. And, yeah, they had to do some reflection, mm-hmm. <laughs> do some um, learning, yeah. some educating. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, yeah, people were very upset, um, My, rightfully, and saying, included. "Yeah, uh, basically saying, why are you caving to these idiots?" Um, and the hateful things that were coming out of people because of this from these conservative groups, mm-hmm. people, um, you know, I'm just going to say non. Christian-like things mm-hmm. that, you know, it went beyond, oh, you know, I feel like you're disrespecting my religion. It went beyond that kind of statement. It was way beyond that mm-hmm. um, into, like, I mean, I had to go through, I was to the point, I was, like, reporting tweets for for hate speech, you know? I'm yeah. like, I'm not even... No, this is like too far. It's one thing if you feel offended, but it's another thing if you're posting a gay flag turned into like a swastika or something crazy, you know, like it was like insane. Gross stuff. Yeah, it was like, okay, this isn't. No. So it was just like it got to be really dark um, Mm -hmm. and it was just very divisive um, and kind of and it was scary. And it really started, I feel it some i don't know there's been like a lot of weird things going on lately mm-hmm. i feel like it's escalated a lot of things with this pride month right oh, um big time because this kind of started again a month before pride and i feel like this brought a lot of attention to pride this pride month in particular this year mm-hmm. um and then you know all the stuff with the target started happening and all there's like like you know, some brawls going on. And and, it's just weird stuff happening. Some LA schools that were having like a pride event, they had protesters and fights break out. Right. And in Glendale. And and Glendale. Yeah. So it was just kind of the start of this domino effect. But Mm. so after a thoughtful pause of about a day, And it's all more than a day. It was, it was a day. It was a while. It's three days. That's yeah, true. It was the lead three story days. in our news for a few days. And then yeah. when they finally, you know, changed their position, I feel like it was like later in our blog, like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's what the Dodgers said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was when it was more controversial and more dramatic, they were like, oh, we're leading with this story. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, it's a fine now. We'll put it down the block. So the Dodgers reinvited them and said, basically, they apologized and noted their lack of education <laughs> on the topic uh-huh and that they should have educated themselves prior and they did note that the that the sisters had already had accepted their invitation graciously grace graciously accepted um and that in the future 
that they would, you know, make sure to educate themselves <laughs> before jumping jumping to these kinds of conclusions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it just goes to show how how some of the you know these companies they want to have the rainbow things and they want to have their pride nights and all these things. But as soon as they anything comes in jeopardy as far as any heat comes off of that. any heat, you know how quickly they will turn. Yeah, you exactly. Tara, you can't, you can't profess to be an ally to a community and then not stand up for what an allyship means, which it means yeah. supporting no matter what, because it's not easy to be an ally of the gays right now. Cause we're kind of gay, you know, a, LGBTQ community right now, we're kind of enemy number one. If you look yeah. at like who the conservatives are, I mean, this is not a political podcast, but um, <laughs> it's certainly a political issue, unfortunately. So yeah, uh, the Dodgers who they have some, uh, there's a lot of queer people in the Dodger uh, front office, including one of like, he's like a, a, I forget his name is like Eric something senior vice president of like broadcasting and communications. He's a gay man, and he kind of shepherded the the Pride Night. He was very unhappy how the 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 Dodgers decided to um, react to this. And I guess they basically had a meeting. They brought the sisters in, um, and the Dodgers hosted it. They invited um, the ACLU. They invited the LA LGBTQ Center. They invited LA Pride. A bunch of politicians showed up who were pissed off mm. about the dot. Like it was, mm-hmm. a, it was not just a "Hey, we're sorry, come on in here, have some Dodger stuff." It was like mm-hmm. they kind of. My impression is that they, not the sisters, but the you know people there supporting the sisters were like, "You fucked up. You need mm-hmm. to apologize to them. You should be giving them a huge donation. You need to build a you know build a relationship for them in the future." Like, yeah, they, they got they. I think my impression is that they got their ass handed to them in a very big way. And mm-hmm. this this tweet that they sent out as their apology, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it was a it was sort of a it was a, a PR nightmare for, for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And and I was, you know, I'm one of those people. I was like, guys, I, I ain't going. I'm not going. Mm-hmm. Unless they do make this right, I can't go. I can't support this. Uh and so luckily they 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 showed up they they said and are doing what they need to be saying and doing and as you say tara this pride month and i've said this before um actually on my other podcast my mistake we talk about this in depth we talk about this situation in depth so go check that out if you want some more details and actual names of the people that i can't think of um this pride month doesn't feel like a celebration to me this feels mm-hmm. like a very, it's a very dark time right now for mm-hmm. uh, our community and because we we seem to be on our heels again. And this yeah. was just another fucking thing. <laughs> right. You know? So yeah, it's not, uh, I'm just, it was a huge fucking bummer and I'm glad the Dodgers kind of um, uh, reacted this the way, this th- this should never have happened. This, they should never have caved. They caved mm-hmm. so quick. It was so, so fast. Fast. Yeah. Unbelievably yeah. fast and just so yeah. disappointing. So I'm glad that yeah. they're making it right. And hopefully yeah. they are not just full of shit and this doesn't happen again next year with some other group yeah. of people who are pissed off about, you know, Pride Night. I mean, it was so bad that, you know, it's bad when the um, mayor of <sighs> Anna- Anaheim, <in> Orange <laughs> County, <laughs> is <right>. like... <laughs> 
you know what, sisters, come down here. We'll we'll host you at the Anaheim game. Come down here. We'd love to have you. At, Orange down. County loves the game. Orange County <laughs> is willing to have you, but the Dodgers won't have you. The the Angels oh, are inviting you. Oh man, that's, that's hard. Sad. Come on, Dodgers. <laughs> that is so sad. Even the or the Anaheim mayors, you know. <laughs> condemning you that's really yeah, that's, sad that's bad <laughs> so so now they're going now the sisters of perpetual indulgence are going to two pride nights which is great they're, they're still going to anaheim and they're going to the Dodgers. are they going they're going hell oh, yeah that's awesome good Fuck yeah they're going Go ahead. all yeah. right <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's been quite a shit show and uh i was like kind of really pissed off at my dodgers i felt betrayed yeah i know yeah, i felt team. like my team yeah, e- even when i went to a uh, dyke day like part of me was like oh maybe i'll like wear my daughter jersey and i was like mm, i still feel a little too, too soon 100 <laughs> percent. Uh, that's and that sucks it's unclean just... until like get there and we can like wash wash away <laughs> so the sisters can bless us exactly. so you can wear your dodger gear again <laughs> absolutely yeah god bless the sisters god oh, bless the man. sisters they're doing, doing good work. So gracious in the way they handled it. And they didn't need to talk shit because everybody else was talking shit for them. Which is oh, no. yeah. They didn't say anything. They didn't say a damn mm-hmm. thing. No. I love that. We had some interviews with them on the news, but they were all just, you know, it wasn't anything. Atta- it was just like, hey, you know, basically here's what happened. And, yep. you know, that they didn't like it. But they, they yeah, they weren't. They were letting all of Twitter spew their you know like <laughs> anger exactly. anger yeah. in exactly. their behalf i'm yeah. glad that everybody showed up for them well on <sighs> uh slightly i don't want to say less <laughs> i guess it's it is less dramatic no it's just dramatic in a different way pretty dramatic mm-hmm. um it's something uh i've been watching recently and i know it's been covered on another podcast yeah. with Ann. And Casey, why and, not? Yeah. So, and that is a show that I've been watching, uh, The Ultimatum Queer Love. <laughs> um, and so, Kat, you, you've watched some of it, I have. right? I watched, I think, like at least six or seven episodes before Netflix kicked me off because mm. I've been stealing my... You thief! ...my subscription. No, okay. that's Cass. Actually, Cass was doing oh. that. It wasn't me. Oh, Cass! Oh God, that Cass. I didn't know. Right. I didn't know she was stealing it. So, all right. And Wendy, you didn't watch any of it, right? I did not. Good for you. Not that real, <laughs> real life love stories aren't my jam, but you, mm. need, you don't need to watch I, this. I'm one, okay. Do you? I'll let y'all cover this stuff. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard of it. The only reason I heard of it, and and we're gonna talk about um, some other queer love as well. Um, <laughs> See what I did there. I love that. That was good. In the spirit of Max and AK revealing oh. their um, <laughs> extracurricular yeah. activities. That's right. Tara and I are dating. Um, the ta- <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. Spoiler alert. Um, surprise well, to you, right, Tara? I, uh, surprise me. <laughs> you yeah. didn't know that. Well, I, I'm dating someone. Oh, I'm okay. dating someone. Uh, yes. And uh, <laughs> we have... You know, that's why I started watching this show. Oh, I see. Um, because <laughs> it was brought to her attention okay. by someone, um, another lesbian that said, have you been watching this show? Mm-hmm. Um, and that they were obsessed with it. So uh, we decided to give it a try. Sure. Because, um, like, she'd been hearing some other lesbians had been watching it. <laughs> sure. And 
Um, I, I had not heard of it. I think I'd like passed it on Netflix because it had just come out. Right. Like, and so I've been scrolling through. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll watch it. You know, I was not, you know, but I kind of felt like it was our lesbian duty to watch it because there aren't that many totally like lesbian things out. Right. I agree. And um, so we put on the first episode and <laughs> I, uh, Wendy, as you know, like when I watch Hallmark movies, how I have like a running commentary throughout mm-hmm. and I'm like, why would you do that? Oh my God. I'm like, it's totally skeptical. And I have to like reel, like reel it in. Um, that's kind of how I was like, especially in the first like couple episodes of this, I was like, Oh my God. I was like, Oh no, no, these two should not be together. Oh my God. No, I can't. I've really had to try really hard. So this show, okay. It's set in San Diego. So it was really interesting. Cause I was trying to figure out, it was kind of cool. Cause I was like, where are they? New yeah. Jersey? Like I couldn't, they're like at a Harbor. And then I realized I was like, wait, I've seen, I recognize those buildings. Cause Wendy, when we stayed at the hotel last time, we were by those like green octagon buildings and oh, they showed yeah. those in the bathroom. I was like, Oh, they're in San Diego. Nice. So that was kind of cool. Um, but basically it shot like they're okay. I, I need to set up the premise of the show, I suppose, before we go into the locate the issues I had with the location that made me laugh. Okay. Oh. So the show the location is what you had the problem with. It's like shot at a hotel or something. Yeah. The whole thing. Okay. Um, so the, it's like a holiday in, I feel like, <laughs> but okay. So the premise of the show yes. and I guess they have the straight versions of this as well. So this one's sure. just the all queer version yeah. and is there are five couples um, and Basically, one member of each couple, they've each of these couples have been together for like an extended period of time. Right. And one of these couples, one member of the couple is like ready to get married. And they're basically like, you either have to like propose to me or we're going to break up. Right. And so like, I'm ready to get married. If you don't propose to me, then we're done. Like, it's time. Like, you've had enough time. Like, this is your chance. Mm-hmm. So they go on the show, and I <laughs> would really love to know the move. casting process. Great yeah. move for your relationship. Or, already you're in a, this is great for your relationship, right? You're like, already I'm like, you're doomed. You're on this fucking show. <laughs> you're like, so a terrible choice. Rude. So they go on the show. Then it gets even better. Not only, it's not like you go on the show and you're like working with a therapist to work through right. your your issues to like maybe you fix what's what's holding you back, mm-hmm. right? And then you make a decision at the end if you're mm-hmm. going to propose. No, no, no. That's not what happens. Instead, you basically couple swap. <laughs> oh, boy. And you go on dates with they, – they've specifically chosen the other five couples – of like types of mm-hmm. basically when you swap like that there'd be other types that you're compatible with yeah so the first few <laughs> days that you're there you're all there together so like the 10 of you you're going on dates with each other's spouses so you have like the ultimatum givers and the ultimatum receivers so then you're all like dating each other mm-hmm. and then you get to it's like very dramatic and it's like the choice and you, then you all go to dinner together and then at the dinner table you get to reveal in front of your own like 
partner, yeah. who you choose, Ugh. who you choose as your trial wife. <laughs> so then you get to choose your trial wife. And so one of those pre- people you've dated now, right? Because you go, you date them all. Like you have like time. So then you got to hope you you choose the like who you had some chemistry right. with. That's a lot Now of the stress. best part is you're dating each other like in front of each other. Like you're all sitting around this pool at this hotel. There are like other people. They're like they couldn't even afford to like make this a private <laughs> event. No, so that's part of the fun though, is right? Is to make yeah. your your partner super jealous of who you're dating. So, so they so they're at this table. Um, and then you got to make the choice. And so then you pick and you're like, okay, I want my trial wife to be <laughs> this person or that. So <clears throat> then for your trial wife, you live with this person for three weeks and you're in a pretend marriage mm-hmm. for three weeks with this person. Mm-hmm. Then after the three weeks, you go back to your original partner for three more weeks and then have a pretend marriage with them. Okay. But during that trial marriage with the first person, you are officially broken up. Right. Your exes. You with your exes. So anything goes with that other person. (laughs) (laughs) You are broken up. Like you they literally start referring to each other as my ex. Like and I was getting confused. I was like, wait, do you mean that ex or like oh previous one from like years before? Like, but they mean like the person literally I was like with yesterday. Um so it was it was a lot. And it was really hard to keep track. It was like Yoli's with <laughs> with Mal, Mal's ex. And I'm like, is that Yoli? I was I'm like so confused. And so I, uh, it was very hard to keep track. It was like Game of Thrones a little bit for the first few episodes, trying to keep track of like whose partners were mm-hmm. who. So, so meanwhile, during when the dating, original dating was commencing, mm-hmm. um, one person really stuck out. <laughs> you could say that. And that it that was Vanessa. <sighs> yeah. Vanessa was a crazy ass bitch. <laughs> Vanessa, I don't know what was going on. At first she comes off as like just like outgoing and like friendly and just like kind of like starting some, you know, uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> she was partnered with Xander, who's like a very so kind, sweet. so sweet, so, quiet. so yeah, like, but you know, still, I, I was a little worried about Xander, but you know, she <laughs> kind of like, I don't know, she kept surprising me with with the, you know, her confidence, so sure. that was good. Yeah. Um, but Vanessa, like, <laughs> really, just it went from like, it, it turned, it turned into like, oh my god, like a little bit creepy. To yeah. be honest, it was very manipulative. Very, very it a lot. It was a lot. Um, at nothing, everything, everything was so ingenuine. You could tell she was. It was like acting. It was a performance. Gross. Gross. Yeah. Gross. 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 She was so, not there for the right reasons. Tara. She was. That's right. She was not there for the right reasons. <laughs> Um, you know, so we have these five couples. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to list off their names, but that's just too much to remember. So we've got Ray and Lexi. Sure. We have Xander and Vanessa. Yep. We have Yoli and Mal. Mm -hmm. Tiff and Mildred. Sure. And Sam and Aussie. Yep. Okay. So another standout for me was Mildred. Okay. (laughs) Mildred was also a little, um, (laughs) 
I don't know if we would have gotten along. I don't okay. know. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, uh, but Vanessa, I just I couldn't with her. I couldn't. No, she, um, she like just just needed attention from everybody. During the pot. During the, the pot. Every show needs a villain. I know. They really villain. did make her out to be. I mean, you're you're right. They and and it, and she was. They had her, man. That was it. Yeah. She made it easy for him. Mm-hmm. So, it was very, you know, the premise of the show is ridiculous. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got I found myself and just like wanting to watch the next episode of course that's how they get i was you. like i was that's i got a little addicted so <laughs> i understand how this happens because i was like oh oh man i don't you know oh no she can't be with vanessa oh no ray don't do it you know like <laughs> and like you know you get invested sure. in these people and you know you're like rooting for them mm-hmm. and uh yeah i mean i was i was into it i you know, I I looked up what where they're all at now because oh. the the finale well the finale just happened and then the the reunion happened oh, and God, there's more I, stuff I got more stuff happened reunion. after the reunion so you got to then you the Netflix has updated the page so like you can go and it like one by one tells you like what's you know because oh, okay. a year a full year passed between oh. the end of the show and the reunion <gasps> so they were all actually able to watch the show as oh, it was coming out God. on netflix and then they did the film the reunion yeah Ooh, that's a lot mm. that must be hard to watch yeah so if it's you i mean you know if you're one of those right. couples that made that really bad decision of going on the show <laughs> <laughs> right i'm like oh. um yeah so it was very very dramatic but there was some like but there's a lot more growth there on some of the people than I okay. expected from a reality show of this type. When I heard the premise at the beginning of the show, sure. I did not I did not expect the amount of um growth or self-realization in some of these people. Wow. Okay. That the, they I mean, I'm just saying a lot more happen of that happened than okay. Than it really did. really needed to right, with the exactly. pr- ridiculous premise. It could have just like been a, a lot more of like yelling and re- throwing things at each other or like just drama, shit, you know? Yeah. Okay. I think there was actually a lot of really good conversations that happened. Okay. So, so without giving away it. any spoilers, is the reunion explosive? Was there a lot of yelling and pointing? It's explosive. <laughs> I can't wait I'd to say. see it. Hmm. I'd say it's entertaining. I might skip just to the reunion. um i made it as far as the 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 their new wives they moved in with their new wives um and things and the the fish was starting to smell if you if you know what i'm getting at like some of the couples okay yeah like i I just no like i think it was it mildred and ozzy that were together yes yes (laughs) they they were not getting along no no (laughs) no that was not a good match yeah fun to watch um, so I didn't see the <laughs> then coming together with their old, with the original couples to live together for two weeks. And so that, I mean, is that, is that as entertaining or is that just depressing and sad? Um, it, it, it gets, it is, it's a mix. Okay. Because I mean, it is the, the most entertaining and also mean things they do is they keep periodically <laughs> making them all meet up all together. Oh, and that's, that's when it's so like bad. the most 
Because and they keep calling it like a party. Like, okay, we have to go to this party. It's like, no, this is when you all have to like meet up and you only get to party with each other. You don't get to like go to a fun event. It's just like you go to dinner and like look at each other. You go to like a club, but you all have to sit with each other and then like talk about each other. Torture. <laughs> or like, um, or weirdly be like, can I pull you off? Can I talk to you for a second alone? And like your oh, ex geez. is standing like three feet away. <laughs> so and weird. they're like, that's like a cut with dramatic music and they're like standing like 10 feet away like holding hands and like <laughs> really dramatic. it's so bad and like talking like this <laughs> so you can't read their lips <clears throat> yeah but it's like muffled like into the mic oh right <laughs> they're the trying to be it's like the person like, can see you they're right there <laughs> so so uh, remind me, so uh, when the, the new couples happened, it was Sam, and I forget the other person's name. Oh, Sam and Tiff. Tiff. And Tiff Sam had, and Tiff. Tiff had the dog, right? Tiff had the dog. <laughs> so the one of my favorite parts of the, the new couples being together was <gasps> Tiff. Tiff has this dog, and Tiff loves oh, this my God. dog more than anything in the world. She actually says, the dog comes first. The dog comes first. <laughs> And Sam was not a big fan of the dog. Sam didn't oh like the God. dog. Don't think she's a dog person. Sam's out. No, 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 no. Don't. No, no. Okay, no. okay. She does like dogs. That's not what. No, she does like dogs. Okay. This is the problem. See, you're just you're just like <laughs> Tiff. You're just like Tiff. Whoa. She never said she didn't like dogs. Explosive. She said the dog's okay. All she said was, oh, I just get a little claustrophobic when the, if the dog crowds my On feet. The, like, can we okay. compromise? She okay. said she li- like likes dogs. Okay. She just was like, and then Mildred blew up and she like, they had a complete meltdown. Tiff. Tiff blew up. Tiff. Tiff no, yeah. yeah, you're right. No, yeah, I'm yeah. confusing those two because they both. <laughs> sure. They're both crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> yes. Yeah, t- I, there's just a shot. It's like clearly they have cameras in the apartment. So like there's a shot from like it's a wide – it's like from the top corner and Tiff is – her back's to the camera. She's like, if you don't like the dog, I don't know how this is going to work. You, Why don't you like my dog? You have to show the dog attention. Like she's so upset. And Sam is just like, I just – I don't know what you want me to say. I, I literally don't know what <laughs> Sam's body language is just kind of like leaning against the door like <laughs> – you're crazy (laughs) yeah like i don't know i i just i can't with the dog (laughs) and tiff is up here and sam yeah sam just like look i don't mean i don't know about this and yeah oh my god it's my dog it was crazy yeah yeah that was was one of my favorite moments it was yep that one stood out for me and then i was seriously like how are they gonna live together i was like holy (sighs) shit this i was like even i was like i mean i love charlie but i was like she needs to chill the fuck out about the dog. Yeah, like it's a lot about the dog. Yeah, I was like, come on, just compromise <laughs> here. Jeez, it's three weeks. She's not saying like she didn't want to sleep. She never said she wouldn't sleep with the dog. She's just like my like. It was yeah. it was a lot. But anyway, then later <laughs> in the conversation at, at dinner time, I loved. <laughs> it was like Sam and Tiff, and uh, they were just like very dramatically like just looking at each other because it was right after that fight. Oh, that's right. And like, I was like, oh, fuck. Are they just not going to speak the whole dinner? How awkward. And then Tiff was like, <clears throat> so um, <laughs> earlier when I raised my voice at you, um, was that really difficult for you <laughs> to hear? And Sam was like, um, yeah, <laughs> it was actually. I didn't like that. You yelled at me. <laughs> and she's like, 
I get that. I can, I could see it. I can see that. I can see now why that wasn't right. I'm really sorry. Like I could, like she, like kind of like she got emotional. It was just really funny, like how, yeah, yeah. But they like talked it out after that, and then after that, it was much better. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the dog did end up sleeping on the bed, (laughs) so Tiff got away. Yeah, right. But it was just really funny the way she acted, like when I screamed in your face earlier. Did that bother you? (laughs) Oh, Tiff. Amazing. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to watch that reunion special. (laughs) I got to see what happened. There's a couple Mm -hmm. couples I'm really curious about if they ended up together or not. I hope none of them do because if you you go on a show like this, maybe you're not ready to be in a a, a, a real adult relationship. I don't know. Just my my two cents. Mm -hmm. I was just googling things we are talking about it and i saw one of the articles had a headline basically saying all the people on that show should be single (laughs) (laughs) should be with anybody and working on themselves yeah in therapy go to therapy Mm -hmm. work on yourself be comfortable with yourself first before you commit yourself to someone that's not like when i say like oh you like i'm watching it like multiple times I'm like oh honey like you need to go talk to someone like you need some therapy like completely like that's not yeah I go to therapy periodically I'm like I I'm like honey oh no you need to talk to someone about that like not in a facetious way like no like like I just thinking like this is not going to be solved by being in this relationship it's only going to make these issues worse like these issues are things you you really need to talk to some (laughs) about like you need to really like work hooking up with some other random person is going to help your relationship yeah like these community these communication issues that you're having go beyond this relationship and there's nothing that this other person can do for you or that this person can be for you that's going to make that's going to fix any of these communication issues that you're having i agree like for instance <sighs> i forget who it was but one of maybe it was tiff poor tiff i'm not i don't mean to bash on tiff but <laughs> she her she was saying basically like yeah i need a little bit of fire from my partner i need it like i need someone who gets like you know f- up in my face and gets mad or whatever why, Tiff? <laughs> that sounds terrible. I don't want that. That's not a good relationship. No. So Tiff's got to look introspection. Why? Right. Why am I attracted to people who are explosive and make me yell at women about dogs? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> good TV. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Hey, representation yeah. matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got crazy too. We got crazy too. <laughs> 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 I was entertained. I was. Are you entertained? <laughs> uh, All right. Well, I'll have to catch up on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. No. For sure. Just watch the. Just, just watch. Listen the to your recaps. Just oh my gosh, the reunion itself sounds way too painful. No, no, I got to see that. And awkward and uncomfortable. That's why I got to see. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. All right. Well, well speaking of, <laughs> I don't even know how to segue to aliens, but um, Kat and I have been on a, um, we had a text fest yesterday, mm-hmm. diving down the rabbit hole of aliens That's and right. UFOs. That's right. Because they're here, <laughs> listeners, they're here. For one, there is a UFO whistleblower. Yes who has come out to basically say that, that he has not necessarily seen them himself. 
not necessarily dealt with it himself, but uh, uh, you know, he's a former combat officer. He's he's in there. He's with the people that have seen things and dealt with things. His name is David Charles Grush, and he is coming forward to say that there are groups that have these crafts. And someone said, oh, do we have alien bodies? I was like, well, you find ships. It makes sense that there's pilots. So he's kind of saying, but not saying. Mm -hmm. He's being very careful. Mm -hmm. um, and he he wants Congress to investigate the cover-up that is uh, going on, hiding aliens in their ships. You yeah, know, it's something that's been around forever. Are they here? Does the government know they're... Like, as long-time X-Files watchers, Kat and I have just sort of... We know how this works. There's a group... We're experts. Beyond the group. <laughs> yes. Beyond the group that knows all this. The president may not know. They may not need to know. They're a temporary employee. Exactly. They don't need to know these things. Uh, this Grosh guy... Grush is... Uh, there's a big interview tonight, 8 Central Time, what? of this recording. Oh. On News Nation... I don't sure. know what News Nation is. Is it conservative? Is it just news? I don't know. But they're interviewing this guy tonight. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to find a way to watch this live, perhaps. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kat and I have del delved into many other stories about that. You know, there's some of this has come out, I guess, part of the interview. And I guess all of it's going to air tonight or it's a new one. I'm not sure. But he's going to talk about the aliens and the potential bodies. Yes. He has no proof. He has no pictures. He has no video. He doesn't. But, but so he talked you know, to people. He's he talked to people. He's high ranking. In the in the U.S. military, in the within the intelligence um, community, this mm -hmm. guy is not some wacko. He has a lot of people standing still in the government saying, "Yeah, this guy's legit. Like he's mm -hmm. he's decorated. He's combat a combat officer, as you said, in Afghanistan, and he he's worked his way up uh, the ranks in the intelligence community. And so he actually is." What so has he he's left right is he is he is he retired I think so I yeah I mean I don't know former, how you keep your yeah, job former. if you're out uh, whistleblowing so blowing it. your whistle so to speak he has blown the whistle um and so the the agency that he was a part of before he left and I want to get to it here it's that arrow one what is it I'm trying to think yeah it's like a arrow a, a r o arrow for um it's, aliens it's, are right. On no, but it's a government right outside. It, it's <laughs> aliens are right behind you. Um, <laughs> it's a it's an agency within the government that it's their job to look for and to investigate the possibility of you know aliens or you and UFOs or it's UAP a, as it's trending now. UAP. Call it's a government-funded agency. It's legitimately, this is our job. We're looking for the proof that aliens exist, that, that UFOs have visited us. Above board. Everybody knows about it. So what he's saying is that there's this other black ops, you know, off-the-books agency. It's high, you know, it's even higher clearance than what we have at Arrow that there, there we, we, you know, it's that agency that has the proof. There are alien ships, um, he said people from that agency have come to him. That's how he, he has this information. So he's reported this and he's uh, put an entire report together and sent it to the Congressional Committee of Whistleblowing, whatever the hell that is. So he's like putting himself on the line here. If he's lying mm -hmm. to Congress, he will go to jail. Like this is not just him trying to, you know, write a book or have like some notoriety. Why would you do that? Like his life, his career, his, his professional career is about to be destroyed if he's full of shit. Mm -hmm. So why do you do this if you don't have, 
some kind of uh, backup and proof and evidence. So I really like this is kind of a big deal. It's low key a big deal, guys. This could mm-hmm. be a huge, huge. Like they said, if this is true, if we have enemy, uh, enemy, if we have alien craft, it's it, this is the most important discovery in the history yeah. of the world, basically history of mankind. Right up there. Uh, so this is a big deal. Going on at the same time, we also have for one, there is a quote UFO. UAP disclosure press conference happening June 12th. Okay. Dr. Mm-hmm. Stephen Greer, who's a controversial figure in the UFO community, but there's like a press conference going on at 2 p.m. tomorrow in um, Washington, D.C. Oh, cool. Whistleblowers, um, you know, coming out to talk about, you know, whatever he's going to talk about, whatever he's got. He's written books. He's had documentaries. He's, he's, and I'm not sure why he's controversial, but a lot of people I think are kind of skeptical with this guy. But he's sure. apparently bringing other people out to say that are whistleblowers and that type of thing. But I don't know what all this press conference is going to have. But apparently something's going down on the 12th. Okay, I'll look for that. A press conference. Also, <laughs> there was a thing that happened in Vegas. If you've been anywhere online or even watching major news... It's covered it. I mean, we had it on our news the other day in a very oh. simplistic fashion of like, oh, look, the it showed video <laughs> that showed neither the orb falling for the sky from the sky. It didn't show any of the actual video. It was like the cops saying, oh, you guys seen anything? Because this right. cop was kind of a doofus, but whatever. <laughs> the body cam. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but stations, news networks have covered it to some extent, but the. This alien, supposedly, this this blue orb on police body cam footage actually fell out of the sky. Was it a meteorite? Was it a UFO? Was it whatever? Who knows? But there's something legit came down from the sky. It was captured on video. Not long after that, a 911 call came in from this kid, Angel, who lives outside of Vegas, saying that this is no joke. There are nine-foot-tall, non-human creatures things entities in our backyard and it's like he's he's talking about i don't know what they are they're like nine feet tall they have big eyes and they look like aliens but i don't know they're just not human isn't it and then eventually the 911 operator is like okay <laughs> and that was where it cuts <laughs> off like after all it's like so you're saying there's people in well no they're not human okay so but then they send out a cop a couple cops who right. to check it out they look through the backyard. Part of the footage is blacked out because they're like, it's private property. We can't show it. I'm like, why? It's their property. They called you. But then apparently it's, it's they rent it. There's another landlord oh. who had cameras up. So maybe that's why they didn't have the specific landlord's permission to Got show it. the backyard. But okay. they could show the front because it's like you can see it from the sidewalk type of thing. I don't know. Or maybe it's cover up. I don't know. Mm. So that was that. Apparently the story, obviously the story broke. The kid himself released a YouTube video where he's talking about his experience, how his brothers, you know, they heard the crash. There's ring video that may or may not be of the crash. Some people said it sounds, it looks like a certain kind of firework, but mm-hmm. who knows? Uh, so look, you can see these aliens. They're behind, they, they've got these forklifts. They've got this equipment in their back yardish area yeah. type of thing and so you can see the aliens so the boy go they go get i guess mom and dad are looking and then he released some footage very short clip of footage where you don't see anything although people have 
blown up the video. They've enhanced the video. <laughs> They're trying. I've seen five different places people have pointed out where the aliens <laughs> That's are. That's true, yeah. Behind, I'm like, it's behind I the fence. I see a hand behind the fence. That looks legit, but I don't know. I don't know. But they all look legit, but I'm like, okay, they do. But are the people blowing up the footage? Is that really there or are they putting their own little something, something in there? I, totally. You know, it's hard to know. Yeah. Because if you just look at the video straight up, you don't see a Can't darn see thing back anything. there. Mm-hmm. So uh, yesterday, and I'm going, you know, I'm texting, I'm like, have you seen this video? <laughs> and I'm finding old interviews with this guy, Victor, who back in 1997, allegedly smuggled out video of an alien being interrogated with telepathy held by the U.S. government. It's never been disproven. It's never been debunked. No one's ever come out and said it's a hoax. No one ever has proven it's a hoax. The guy hid his identity. Still to this day, as far as I know, no one knows who Victor was. Right. But he, they did a documentary. He talked to Art Bell, who was like, this guy seems legit. Like the way he talked about it. But anyway, the creatures that are apparently on this video look like this particular creature from this you know it's so more video has come out of the family it's like this video that the mom shot they're speaking no one's really 100 percent sure what the language is someone's like portuguese no it's farsi no it's whatever um uh she's yelling apparently she's saying get back they'll kill you i don't know saying her husband's name and the husband's right up there looking she's very scared in the first video you couldn't see it yeah there's it's it legit looks like very scared people looking at for something in the backyard they're not walking all the way in there they're standing at the gate they're kind of looking in i guarantee you all three (laughs) the dad and i think both the sons they all have guns they do they're all yeah this this expanded video the one kid like i swear is like the youngest kid He's holding the piece. Yes, he's ready. He's got a gun. I think the guy, the main guy who's done the interviews or the, the interviews or whatever, he's, he's got a gun. Yeah. Dad has one strapped to his waist. Like they're packing. They're scared. And they ain't going back there. They are scared. Yeah. This video, whether they saw aliens or whether, I don't know what it was, but this is a scared bunch of people going in the backyard. And something happens. One kid runs away. They all back up. <laughs> yeah, this does not look out. like. Yeah, this looks like legit scared people. Yeah. So, I mean, this, I found podcasts that this kid was interviewed on before the news all broke. Mm. And then, like, the guy, some other off, off camera conversations he had where the mom herself was kind of like, oh, these kids, I don't know, eh, you know. But so I don't know if the mom and dad saw anything. The kids really saw something. Mm. I don't know if I haven't heard anything from them in a while. I don't know if they're getting the highest bidder for more video. I don't know if. Like, right now, they could come out. They could say, sorry, guys, it was a hoax. I was just wanted attention. Yeah. And people are still going to say it's because the government got to them. Right. They could post. If they had the most clear video of aliens you ever saw, people just say it was faked anyway. I mean, so it's really hard to know one way or the other what's going on. But that was a scared family. And I... If you're going to hoax somebody, you're you're raising it an extra step if you're calling 911 and getting the police involved, which you could be prosecuted for if yeah, you're that's making a, big a false deal. call. And the yeah, cops, that's a big deal. The cops that showed up said they genuinely believe that these people had seen something. That they didn't they feel did. like they I were I found another them. tweet where supposedly the cop has also reached back out and said, uh, I'm starting to think this kid's may not be the most truthful. I don't know. But it's hard to say. How convenient. He, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many, like I said, there's been so many with the UFO stuff, with the alien stuff. 
I mean, there's people that believe it. There's people that think it's a hoax. There's people that think it's a cover-up for Trump or Biden, whichever <laughs> side you're on. Sure, oh, yeah. Trump's getting indicted. Well, this is to distract the sheep from the... Or yeah. Biden's doing this. It's to distract the sheep from the... <laughs> from Hunter so, Biden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's Everybody thinks it's it's just... F- and then I have I have not heard the word psyop more than I have heard read it in the last... <laughs> 48 sure. hours. It's a psyop. <laughs> People just like to say that word. It's a great it's, word. What else are you going to say? Yeah, uh, I mean, so it's, I don't know. It's, it's all very it's fascinating. Yeah. You know, this is just one of many um, instances of people uh, having encounters with with what they believe to be aliens. The, there's something to this, guys. There's something to it this. It has to be. Um, and even if th- this particular incident is turns out to be a hoax, there's countless other instances of people having sightings or encounters that have not been debunked and have not, you know, made as made as big a news. I don't know, man. There's something going on here. If this whistleblower mm-hmm. is so confident in what he knows, he takes it to Congress. That says a lot to me. That says That's a, lot a lot to me. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think and you know what I've noticed. They never. Most of the people I've heard talk about it. They're never like, yes, we believe it's aliens from Vega, as in contact, right. or some faraway thing. I don't only use the term interdimensional, mm-hmm. sometimes supernatural. Like, even the ones that have, they're not even saying, oh, yes, we have alien craft. They're like, we're having things that basically aren't Earth origin. Right. Like, they're but finding ways to say made. it. They're not like, yeah. not human made. Right. It's it, They're very careful in how they word things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm fascinated. I can't. I told Kat yesterday. I'm like, I, I have to leave the computer. I've been sitting here all day. Just like, and I'm like, where's the next video? When's this kid release it? Where's more video? And then all of a sudden I am start seeing other random video. I'm like, Kat, where did this come from? What is this? <laughs> Deb source? Abbott. Longtime friend Deb Abbott. I'm seeing her reviewing new footage from Insane. them. I'm like, what a new video. So she got the scoop. I found out I... I, I, de- I deleted my TikTok account too soon because it's all over TikTok. So uh, I had to re-download it and get back on the TikTok. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting time times. Will tell. Interesting but times. I'm telling you, if you haven't if you haven't delved into that rabbit hole, take a look. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Tara, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts? I really hope it that, it, you know, I really hope it's true. I, I hope it that there's like alien stuff around. Mm. I hope that that this is real for you guys. <laughs> I mean, don't you think? Like, if it is true, if I want, but here's this. For you here's guys. the thing. I love this In for you. Today's so world, nice. though, Biden could come out today and say there are alien crap, blah blah blah, and still, you probably Republicans would never believe him. Right? No, no, I believe a lot I believe of people that. wouldn't believe him. They'd be like, cover up for Hunter, whatever. Yes. Right. At this point, you could have you could have them roll out video evidence, and people would still probably say no. It's just being faked. It's to right. distract people from something else. So I feel like, and I think who knows because of that, the nature of the idea, you know, it's fantastical. This idea that there are aliens and that they're here, and we have craft and stuff. It's it sounds crazy, and I think that's why people are so hesitant to be like, this isn't real. How could this be real? And I think that's what the right. secret government is counting on. And I'm sure there's been lots of disinformation that yep. they've generated. Been like, aren't these guys crazy? Those guys are crazy. Like yeah. this, you know, they want they don't want people to 
take this stuff seriously because then they don't get to spend as much secret money on things <laughs> that uh, they don't want people to know about. And if they really are using government money, if they're using our money, that's what this guy's all about, the whistleblower. It's like, you got to be accountable. Like, yeah. this is, the American people are paying for this program. Well, then, then the American people need to know about it. That's his whole thing. Darn right. I want to know. I want a tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell, I'll pay for a I tour. I see the facilities. I'll pay for that. It's like fucking Star Wars Hotel times 100. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> if you get to Me ride too. in them, can you, can you ride in them? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we're planning trips to Nevada. Oh, yeah. We're, see the oh, we're doing it. We're doing the whole thing. Crash sites. We might start a new podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> Oh, boy. So, anyways, this is a fluid uh, news story. Yes. We'll definitely be talking about this some more. Sorry, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> that's fascinating. It I mean, that's, that's a huge thing if it's true and comes it's out to be deal. true. Big deal. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. see what and will we believe it if it does come out to be true? Exactly. Okay. Well. We did it. Did an episode. Lo- another longing. Another longing. Well, a lot going on. Apparently people are okay with that. We'll see. Ultimatums yeah. and aliens and, <laughs> and that's the episode. A- lots of things. Ultimatums. Yep. We, along with a lot of uh, Vegas alien video, are on Twitter <laughs> at Snot Podcast with one D. Or Facebook and Instagram at She Nerds Out Podcast. If you have evidence of aliens existing, you can send that to our PO box at Snop. P.O. Box 6732, Burbank, California, 91510, or uh, send us an email at out at com. All right, kids. Well, until uh, next week when we have definitive proof. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, 100%. Guaranteed. Live long and prosper. <laughs> and uh, Nanu, Nanu. Nanu, Nanu, Nanu! <laughs> she <laughs> nerds out. 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 She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things.